Um, our intro sounded. <laughs> uh, but hey, y'all. So we're back. Episode fifteen, I think. Yeah, I think it's episode fifteen. Yes, getting season two just a rolling. Yes. Um. Yeah, life. Uh, so I guess the first thing is updates from our last episode. If anything's changed. For me, um, I have decided to start actively practicing mindfulness. You know, I think, (laughs) I think think myself as an individual, I'm very aware of like how to make myself feel better or like what to do to heal myself, but I don't necessarily always do that. Uh And so I think I'm... You know, I'm just very tired of reacting the way that I react whenever I get emotional or I'm tired of, like, getting my feelings hurt because I have expectations for things or people mm-hmm. and they don't meet those expectations. So, you know, I really just have to... I think I was talking with a friend on Saturday or Friday and I was just like... Well, really, she said some stuff that really just clicked. And it, like, really clicked. Like, people have said stuff like that before. But when she said it, I don't know. You finally decided to accept it. Yeah. And just to be like, like, I can't. Like, this is how this person is. My expectations for this person are not this person. Mm -hmm. So this is how this person is. And, yeah, shit. Honestly, I'm all about my money, my bag, my education, and my goals. And I'm not taking any more dudes seriously. Like, I'm making a conscious decision to not take them seriously. Uh, Okay, and this is, let me note this, because this is September 10th, um, 2018. I'm so serious, y'all. Like, (laughs) until, I mean, he's gonna have to put in some work. Or he's really going to have to, like, knock me off my feet. So that's uh, your your weekly update? Yes. And, you know, just the normal stresses of school and work, which are ever or always ongoing. Yes. And speaking of, um, you guys will now know a college dropout. Um, (laughs) Because for my weekly update, uh, as I mentioned last week, I was stressed the fuck out um, about grad school. And you know what? I really, over the weekend, I prayed about it. And I just was like, I don't think this is actually a necessary stress. Um, And so that's basically what I spent my week dealing with, was deciding if, Grad school was really for me. And it turns out it's not. And that's absolutely okay. Yes, it is. Um, And so, aside from that, not much going on. I pretty much, I think I had a good, chill, relaxing weekend. Um, And then, tomorrow I'm going to see Beyonce. Uh, so, I'm so Lucky excited. Lucky Ducky. I'm, I'm so excited. I've been thinking about it from the day we purchased tickets. Um, So, yeah. That's pretty much it for my update. That's good. Um, yeah, I wish I could go see, you know, Bay, but I didn't buy tickets. 
<laughs> but I need to see her like before my twenties are over. Yeah, I for sure am gonna cry. Like I know I will. Like if any performance, if I was gonna go see anyone, it would be Beyonce. Anything else below that? Well, actually, there's other people I'd go see, but these rappers and all of that. Uh, nah. If the tickets are under forty dollars, I always buy a ticket. Like I got a ticket to sit, go see Kevin Gates. <laughs> it's like the, it's like thirty bucks. So you know. Anywho, yeah. anti-waste. Um, so, you want to just dive into, yeah. into the convo? Our main topic. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm sure you guys have seen in the news this week stuff about Serena. So, she played at the U.S. Open against Naomi Osaka, yes. who is a Haitian-Japanese-American 20-year-old tennis player. Um, but anyway, during their match, you know, Serena felt as if the referee was giving her um, unfair calls. And so she confronted him about it. She had some choice words. And she demanded he apologize to her and all of this. And he, like, basically gave her enough marks to where she lost the game. Yeah. And so, um, you can go ahead. So basically, ever since um, what some are calling her outrage or whatever, um, there's just been a kind of the conversation has really it's all it's been open, but I feel like it's been highlighted more about the mistreatment of women in sports and then black women in sports. Um, yeah, and so yeah, we're just gonna talk about that a little bit because first of all. Serena is the greatest athlete of all time. Right. You can argue with me. We'll have to give you them facts because it's true. Um, And secondly, they act like she cussed him out. Like, she literally had the most mom moment of life telling him that he owed her an apology. Right. Which I think he did. But. He did because, like. If y'all just think about men's sports in general, how many fits they throw or how many coaches get in the umpire's faces or like all of this shit. And Serena literally did nothing different, if not less than that. And he had the audacity, (laughs) no pun intended, (laughs) but he had the audacity to freaking mark her up yeah like what that is just so wrong like i don't know i really feel like they have something against serena yeah i mean because just what last week or week before last they banned the cat suit right which she literally wore for medical reasons like it was to you know to um maintain blood flow uh, after having a baby because you know that she she's very open about her birth story <clears throat> right and you know how that has affected her as an athlete so it's like it's been just these little things that have just i feel like added up to her loss this weekend um and none of this is to shadow the fact that naomi osaka is a great tennis player yeah and she speaks about serena being her um her role model so imagine to be able to become that great that you play at the, play at a caliber where you're at the U.S. Open, 
and your opponent is Serena Williams. Right. Your role your role model, somebody right. you looked up to. And so I guess people feel like her moment was clouded by um what happened with Serena, but honestly I think that she handled it very well. That Serena handled it very well. Um, especially being able to ask the crowd to just, you know, respect respect the decision. I mean, what else could they do? Right. <clears throat> but they both handled it very well. Yeah. Like, you know, a win is still a win. Uh, you know. And they both that. getting buku money. They right. still made a couple million. Shoot, Naomi, I'm sure this is her first little couple meal that she made. Right. And they find Serena was $17,000. That's like $50. Right. To her, probably. Um, so it's really... It's really... <laughs> <laughs> We're watching The Bachelor and The in Bachelor I don't know what Bachelor in Paradise, thank you. Oh, um, I don't watch la- this. It's the last week, the proposal week. So, yeah. that's. that's and they were making out, and it was so awkward. Ew. Ew. Um. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> so, did you see the little cartoon today? That they- yes. So they re- someone uh released like a satirical. I won't even call it that because it was just in poor taste. But it basically showed Serena overdrawn. Like they li- they literally drew her super exaggerated on purpose. And mm-hmm. then in the background, the ref is standing there and he says something to the other player who has like literally no distinctive features yeah and can you just let her win or something right can you just let her win already like for one y'all are blatantly being racist and like misogynistic against her because you drew her the way that they drew her at least in comparison to the other player too it's like you were trying to be disrespectful bro Mm -hmm. like and this was an australian artist yes it was an australian artist and in australia i don't know if you guys know but they have a history of racial bias and just dealing with um I don't know, racism against black people and their indigenous people. So yes, yes. for this to be a for this to be an Australian artist, this just this also just highlights the fact that this was not really this I don't think it was done in the comical matter or satirical matter. Like it right. really and then it was compared to an, like a old um some old propaganda, like slave propaganda. And literally, it has the little, like, the little tight ponytail and, like, the little pear head and big lips. And honestly, I mean, it looks it looks very closely to that. And so, that was a lot of what I was seeing is that people are like, how are you not going to ignore the fact that this is blatantly racist? Right. And then it's like, I mean, I guess when you get to a certain height of um, being famous, you have to block out the negative. But it's like... They, I think that this situation has just blown up way more than it needs to, as far as that small moment. Yes, because it's just like that's just so ridiculous how they are treating her for having like y'all have literally been gaslighting Serena. Like y'all constantly question her mm-hmm. time and time again, even though she's proven that like she works hard for this shit. Right. She is good because she works hard. She has perfected her craft. Y'all constantly question her. You constantly tried to make rules or tried to 
I don't know, take something away from her. Right. Instead of like... And she still proves that she's the, the greatest athlete. And she keeps all. her compo- She keeps her composure through it all. Like, y'all have literally gone after her in the media. You've called her terrible fucking names. You've said she looks manly just because she's freaking an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all have literally been so fucking terrible to Serena and y'all is in the media and people right behind fucking screens and she has an outburst on the court because of something that's completely unrelated and people are just fucking beside themselves like and it's really sad because it's like just you know it's like the black woman is not allowed to be other anything other than passive and I guess yeah, passive because if you're anything other than that, it's the angry angry black woman, it's the ghetto black woman, ghetto loud, whatever. And it's like we are so much more than that. We can you know, we should be able to express different emotions without being um stereotyped. And I feel like that's really just the turn that this take that this is taking. Um but, you know, I feel like and Serena says, she said she's not going to let um, small defeats like this um, in her career. She definitely loves her role as a mother, but she also remembers that she's an athlete. So I think that this is just a minor setback. Obviously, she's got plenty of matches throughout the year. And I just, I mean, you know, maybe next year she'll come back and win. But I don't it's doubt her. It's just crazy. Like, I don't doubt her skill. Y'all, she had a freaking baby. She had a baby. She damn near almost lost her life. She came back. You know, y'all saw her struggle and all of this. Still made it to the freaking finals. Right. Still made it to the finals after all of that. And it's like, y'all can't even give her her freaking props. Like, y'all are just so... Y'all fucking put the world on a public black woman figures back and you expect them to just take all the shit. I don't know if, if I was in Serena's shoes, I would have had so many outbursts. Man, there's no <laughs> Look, I would have came after all of y'all and been like, y'all really got me fucked up. And I would be like, I would be so conceited because it's like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. And you really, you have the audacity to tell me I don't, get to be mad or have a right. melt a quote unquote meltdown yeah. hell nah hell nah so honestly if I was in her shoes I would have had a million meltdowns by now Yeah, and still been walking around here it's just crazy I mean yeah she just I mean she just is so amazing to me like literally when I think about who I want my daughters to look up to when I do have kids it's literally like Serena Williams right and Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> and, and it's and like, Obama. I'm not like a, a super fan, but like these people, these people have accomplished their goals. Like these are the examples of people accomplishing. Right. Of black women accomplishing their goals, despite all of the bullshit mm-hmm. that we get put through. Right. So that's why I really stand. <laughs> all of those women because it's like people literally tell tell them and have told them that they're not the best yeah and they are but um 
another note um naomi osaka every freaking headline is like oh she's the first japanese american she's half haitian y'all they keep leaving the haitian part off and she's had to correct like every interview that i've seen every interview to correct them and say i'm also haitian my father is haitian like why are y'all so quick to just skip over that fact i mean because she's the first japanese and first Haitian woman yes. to to win this. So, you know, she's making history on both sides. So why disregard one side of her um, ethnicity? Right. So, but yeah. I mean, props to her. She's got a long way to go, and she's only 20, so I'm sure she'll only get better. Um, and, I mean, I hope that she is able to enjoy her. She honestly just did not look... I mean, who wants to win in that way? And it, it seems right. like she felt like she wasn't supposed to win. She felt she looked like she felt conflicted. Yeah, and like, even um, I think the ceremony today, she just did not look happy. Like it was crazy, and that sucks to have such a big moment in your life. Like I guess be one like that, but girl, collect your coin and keep it pushing. Right, that's true, and even still, like. I think they both handled it gracefully. Yeah. Like, I really think that they both handled it under the circumstances very gracefully. Um, But, yeah, that's mad annoying that they keep trying to leave out the Haitian part. I saw one interview and she was like, um, well, actually, I live in Florida now. And, um, I'm also Haitian. So. Yeah. And it was just so funny because it's like. (laughs) <laughs> she you can just tell she's annoyed as fuck right but um yeah yeah um it's the media really the media ugh, people really just don't realize how much the media affects the way you look at life like the media literally shapes the way you see the world propaganda literally shapes the way you look at people like people take it for granted how much power the media has it yeah it literally yes it's crazy (laughs) just imagine like that's why i always say it would be so much simpler to just live in another country in the country disconnected yes because none of this i mean it doesn't really affect our lives now like what we see in the media but then it really wouldn't even like affect our just like i don't know the way we think right because all you would have is, I mean, all you would have is what is around you. I imagine if you did move to another country or something and you were secluded, like, mm-hmm. you'd be able to practice mindfulness. Yeah, for sure. And just being present. But, yeah, it's just so crazy, honestly. But, and, you know, that's all of this is not just with Serena. Like, there's misogyny throughout film sports media music like we can segue that right <laughs> literally yeah into... um and you know also speaking in what we say music yeah well, <laughs> and other celebrity news um so yeah as far as misogyny goes so y'all know Barty Claudia and uh nikki 
Um, it's Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so you know they had a little scuffle tuffle. Um, at New York Fashion Week. Yeah, New York Fashion Week. I mean, I don't feel like Cardi was wrong because she, like, I be on Twitter and so they be influenced, like you said, the media influencers, but they be influencing my thoughts and they was like, (laughs) Cardi rap about beating bitches up in the club all the time, so what makes you think that Cardi is not going to beat a bitch up? And so it's like, she never claimed that once she got money that she was going to all of a sudden be a saint. Right. And she, she know where she's from. She's from the hood. She proudly claims it. Her family still live in the hood. And, she, and you know, at that time, she was about it, about it. Um, I ain't really seen no receipts that Nikki said that she actually said something. Um, I don't know. I guess it was that she liked the comment about the baby. But it's like, yeah. who the fuck even talk about this baby? We ain't seen nothing but an eyebrow and some feet right. of this baby. And people always want to talk about somebody's child. And hmm, my perspective on it, I think that Nikki is a behind-the-scenes instigator. I've been seeing stuff about how Nikki literally tries to get, if she doesn't like a female rapper or if she doesn't like a a singer or something she'll try to get everyone else in the industry to stop working with that person Mm -hmm. she says that she's not going to attend events if that person is there or she's not going to go to so-and-so if that person is there like that's weird that's weird and i heard it from maybe it was i don't know if it was a k michelle interview but for sure a remy ma interview and um I guess some other female rappers too, like they said little, she tried to do it with little Kim Mm -hmm. and it's just like, I can definitely see that from Nikki. Like, I feel like, I don't, Nikki been on one lately. First of all, she been, I think she's on something. I think she's on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, but she is definitely on something. Cause girl, you are 35, 36 and you acting, you're hanging out with Takashi 69, bro. Like with his fine self. I can't even say that. He is fine. If he didn't have all, if he didn't have all them tattoos and that, and that color hair. His stomach. No, I need, I I need a firm. No, you know, nice, tall. Let me tell y'all, firm stomach, tall, Girl. a six footer or plus. <laughs> I need you to like match me, you know. Girl, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, she just been on some real immature shit lately. She has, and I'm like, I don't, un- I don't. She feels threatened. You can clearly see she feels threatened, right. and she's that's why she was so pressed about Travis Scott coming out as number one yeah. and trying to accuse him of like boosting his sales. Like, girl. Your album was good, but I do not think it was your best. And yeah. you, I don't know, you've been off lately. Like, I don't know what's up with you, but you've right. been off. And you haven't been evolving with music. Right. And that's so true. It's like, this shit still sound the same. Like, unfortunately, when my car got robbed, my Nikki, um, it's Barbie bitch mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> the first mixtape. Oh, yeah. Miranda's <laughs> car got, did got, oh. I, did, yeah, I think I said that uh, last week, yeah. But anyway, so that CD was in there. But, like, this shit, her new shit still sound like that first mixtape. So, it's like, and, the, it and does. she's still rapping about the same shit. The like, same stuff. I mean, 
it just it, it you're right it's not evolving and i think that that's something that she's oppressed about because it's like bitch your fans have moved on because we want to hear something they different. have her fan base she is still trying i don't even know who she's trying to appeal to like people don't like she stayed trying to rap about some beef or some shit it's like yeah. where who like we're not into this shit Mm-mm. Who, what audience are you targeting? Because right. the younger generation doesn't even, they can't even relate. Like, right. They listening to, I don't know, Little Push Pop or something. Yeah. But us, we're evolving. We're starting to get back into R&B. Like, right. Yes. So her, fa- that's why she pushed her tour back supposedly because she wasn't selling tickets. Yeah, I I have never desired <laughs> to see her perform anyway, so that wouldn't have been something that I was interested in. But um, I was. I mean, we talked about being her. I was heartbroken when Cardi couldn't come to um, Jambalaya. Oh yeah. But anyways, I just think. I mean, as far as misogyny goes, so. People are talking about the red carpet was not the place for this to go down. And it's like, how can you tell somebody when the time and place is to handle your shit? Because niggas be pulling up and jumping niggas all the time. And I'm talking about rappers and famous people. And y'all don't ever, it's always, oh, that nigga got in his ass. Or, oh, yeah, I'm glad that nigga pulled up. Or even just any type of beefs, y'all be praising that shit. But all of a sudden, it's two women and... Since Cardi is a mother, now it's wrong. Right. Like, and also, you know, <clears throat> another thing, and I've seen comments about this, and I listen to the Breakfast Club. I love Charlamagne, y'all. Like, he is like the dark humor side of me, but he's consistently that. Like, I just like how he's like blunt and straightforward, and he be speaking that real. But anyway, he was just saying. How people are like, oh, you shouldn't do this on the red carpet. But if it was the BET Awards or some shit, y'all wouldn't be saying the same thing. Which I completely agree with. Like, I don't think we should necessarily... I mean, personally, me, I wouldn't have done that in that open space. I wouldn't have done that really, period. Like, I would have been like, pull up, you know. I would have snatched the bitch outside. (laughs) But yeah, but like... That's so true. Like, I'm not going to respect the space just because it's a predominantly white or it has been a predominantly white space or mm-hmm. high fashion or high couture space, quote unquote. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure most of these people at these functions are drugged out. Hell yeah. They do their own little MSN, whatever you fucking call that shit. What? <laughs> What is it called? What are like, you trying to say? S M M S. What is they? <laughs> the stuff people do when they S-M-M? be like, yes, the sex stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure uh, they have. They do. I'm sure all of the people who attend these events do some crazy stuff. Yeah. So it's like you this can't. Is the, this ain't even shit compared this, to what I'm yes. doing. This is nothing. Yeah, like some bump. Somebody was probably like, "Oh shit, let me go to the bathroom and get a bump because right. this shit is too much." So it's like, yeah, you know, um, if it was BT, I'm sure people wouldn't be people wouldn't be saying the same thing. Yeah. But for one, I wouldn't have went off like that anyway because I just don't think that's a good look, especially with a platform like that in general. Yeah. But, shit, if you, like, if you piss somebody off, you piss somebody off. Like, 
And some and, people just want, and some people it's on site. And they yeah. That. And, and the heat of the moment. Right. And then, so today, Nicki Minaj got on Queen Radio. I don't actually listen, Me but I, I didn't was, listen. I only heard snippets of it. Yeah, so I was only hearing snippets, and I decided to go ahead and tune in to the actual um, live broadcast over uh, iTunes. And honestly, I listened to about 30 seconds and I cut it off because I was just like, uh, like I can't, I can't listen to her talk for that long. But anyways, she was talking about she ain't got to talk about nobody's kids. She don't give a fuck how people raise their kids and blah, blah, blah. And niggas is lying. Yeah. It's just like, if you really was that unbothered, you wouldn't still be like you talking about it. And like, why don't you just write a, a rap, even though you said that a freestyle is mm. when you just rap over somebody else's beat. That's funny. It's like, y'all go ahead and just go ahead and rap it out. And, you know, just be be on your toes next time when y'all see each other in person. Yeah, I feel like it would be good for them to handle this in, like, a rap beef. Mm-hmm. Like, because we, well, I guess Nikki and Remy, but. Yeah. Mm, I mean, but honestly. two different types of rappers. Yes. Yeah, they are. So, but I feel like y'all should take it to the the beats. Like, come on. You know, but also, and I'm not even saying, I like Nicki, as in her music, her mm-hmm. songs, her lyrics lately, mm, they're so-and-so, but like, she has bars, right? and I know almost every song, like, right. I really do. I mean, knowing the words. So, I'm not saying that she doesn't have hits or bangers, she definitely does. Her. However... I just feel like her recent behavior. <laughs> her, what concern? What concern for you? Yes, because it's like you something is up. Like you're so pressed about album sales, your rap's been off, your behavior has been off. Like I just I don't know. It's weird to me, yeah. and it's like you in your mid to late thirties, girl. Yeah. Like uh, you should be past this phase for sure. So. Yeah, so um, we're gonna put her up in prayers, um, and we're just gonna see see how this unfolds. But I don't want no more of the bullshit talking about this is not how women should act. Like I don't want to hear that. Right. Um. But it's it definitely is gonna be interesting because is it gonna be you know is it gonna be um physical or is it gonna be um you know rap style? I guess we'll find out when it gets to that point. But um. Yeah, it's just crazy. Niggas is out here crazy. Yeah. Um, so anywho. Um Oh, what's next? Um, yeah, so I guess that kinda wraps up our like it's I a, don't know, our <laughs> It's a bit of a tangent. Yes, it it kinda was a tangent. <laughs> I died. She's sorry for that um inter- interruption. She has been um covered up by the blanket so that you guys <laughs> don't hear her but she just had to make an appearance this uh episode um Um, yeah so (sighs) i guess we'll move on yeah we are going to pause that topic until probably the next episode and revisit for sure um Um, yeah so if you have you know if there's been a case i guess with you where you felt like um you, you felt a little misogyny going on uh, hit us in the DMs and let us know. Um, or if you have anything, you know, anything to comment on about 
the Serena situation or Cardi versus Nikki. Let us know if you team Cardi or you team Nikki. Let us know. Yeah. I ain't team nobody. I'm just like, it's Why just, I just be rolling my eyes. No. Um. <laughs> um, so, anywho, so you want to go ahead and head into this A, this AD, AD. the A list and D list. Yes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, we'll start with. What you want to start with? Well, actually, I'll pause that and I'll go to this short little excerpt. Okay. There's been a lot of deaths and there's I don't even know how to pronounce her name right. It's like Kazrida, I don't know, oh, but yeah. she um was basically like one of the first Instagram fashion bloggers, like the first prominent ones. I mean, I remember seeing her way back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Like styling on people. Yeah. And um she really kind of she was one of the like trendsetters of like that type of blogging mm-hmm. where it's like you take a photo and you explain it in the actual caption. And um she had gotten cancer, I'm not sure when, but she had gotten cancer and she passed away this weekend, this past weekend. And um I just want to give a shout out to her because it I don't I didn't follow her I think I used to but I didn't recently but I would still see her page on my explore page and just seeing her like dwindle away but still she was still like you know trying to be positive and still trying to take advantage of as much life as she could yeah and it's just it's just you know it's sad but but at the same time you know she's not suffering anymore and she really did leave a legacy like a lot of people she inspired a lot of people and she influenced a lot of people and she was really a a staple of like a prominent staple in fashion yeah um, and blogging and style blogging so i just want to say rest in peace to her yes and yeah and really it's just it seems like these past week or so i mean from even people i know personally to celebrities or people um i guess uh i don't know public figures um it death has been so prominent lately oh yes and it's been multiple causes it hasn't just been um from illness or drugs or um self-inflicted but it's just it's crazy how right now it is just it's every day yes every day and it's like it's at least two like i don't know like that's the thing about social media is we're essentially force-fed these images we don't even want to see them Mm -hmm. but like we're forced to see them and it's just like it's just so much like you don't have enough time to process it and it's very heavy emotionally it really is. like it's very heavy and I guess we'll segue that basically into, um, yeah, so we also, uh, well, we, I guess another person we can mention is Mac Miller and his recent yeah. death. Um, and it's really sad because like we said, it just, it's something, to, it's something about this change of season that's, yeah. that's really bringing this about. And 
You know, I feel like there, and I wasn't a heavy Mac Miller fan, so I'm not going to sit here and try and front, like, that I just stand for him and just all that. But, you know, there there was signs that maybe he wasn't doing so well. And just like um, one of the celebrities mentioned in their farewell, they said, make sure you check on check on your friends, even if they're the funny, goofy ones or the funny something ones. And it's like, that's so true. You seriously, you literally never know what somebody is going through. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it may have not been his intention to overdose, but in the heat of the right. moment, when you just are trying to make yourself feel better or fill a void, right? that's, that's just, you know, what happens. And um, I saw, uh, what's that, Karen Civil? Yeah, she found, she was supposedly the one who found him, and they just posted images yes, those... of her, like, walking out, she was lamenting just man that that like really i really felt it especially when i saw those pictures i was like damn because you know nobody wants to walk in and find that and so right yeah you could you could feel you could hear i don't know the emotions were just they just came through that picture or the photos so strongly right um but anywho uh on the brighter side of life we have some other people on our a-list i wasn't done oh you weren't okay no. maybe, maybe. <laughs> um so my thoughts on the mac miller death um yeah it is extremely sad like he was 26 mm-hmm. and from what you know everyone's been saying or at least the people who knew him um he's been around in the music industry for a long time so he's 26 but he's been working in the music industry since he was 16 17 right and you know i don't we don't know what he overdosed on yet or whatever but like (sighs) the industry definitely takes a toll on you yes i am so grateful i'm not famous I would never want that type of pressure on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, it's just sad because even I wasn't, like, a strong... I didn't listen to him that much, but he had vibes. Like, he had bangers. His last album was bomb. And this is before, you know... His, it's at number one now after his death, but, like, his last album was bomb, and the one before that was bomb. Mm-hmm. The one that came out in 2016, I think. And he was really, he was a good lyricist. He influenced a lot of people. And he was the one in the industry who was always funny and got along with everyone. Yeah. And it's just sad. Like, and I don't think he intentionally meant to overdose, like Miranda said. Like, I really don't. But, you know, that's a relatable feeling of, like, you just want to feel better. Like you really just want to feel better you don't want to feel how you feel and i just uh encourage everyone like i don't care if you feel like you ain't never gone through nothing in your life go to therapy yes like you really don't realize what you're holding inside period until you talk to someone who has an unbiased view of you like therapy will help you regardless it will help you regardless just to talk and to understand yourself better. Mm-hmm. So I advocate for everybody to go to therapy. Like 
it's honestly a good practice for mental health, especially with everything that we're faced with in 2018 today. Just being a normal human being who is subjected to this current presidency, who is subjected to racism or misogyny or being poor or just all the shit we see on social media every day. Like, you need to decompress you need to process it and therapy really does help um i go to therapy i've been going to therapy not necessarily consistently but pretty much on and off for a while and it helps me like it really does help me i'm my best when i am going to therapy and i'm focused on myself that's when i'm honestly my best and so personally for me i'm making my way back to that because I know that this this season is is usually a tough season for me to, I guess, go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm preparing myself so that I don't have to experience those terrible woes and those emotions that I feel yeah. like in November and December. But anyway, yes, y'all, uh, please, like, don't feel ashamed or... Don't feel like you can't talk to anybody. I can relate to that feeling definitely, but when I start to feel that feeling deep, I make an appointment with my therapist. So rest in peace, Mac Miller. I really hope your soul is at peace. It is so sad. Friday was a heavy day. It was a very sad day. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, RIP. And he was on our A-list as well. So... Yes. Um, so next, um, these, well, let's say, let's go with, um, Nike. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we appreciate it basically them using, and I think, now, I, y'all, <laughs> you said what you got girl, because I'm thinking, like, okay, she people are interrupted so, herself 12 <laughs> because people are so excited that they use Colin Kaepernick as, like, for their, um, campaign, but the, I mean, if you see the whole thing tied together and then how his image plays a part into their total campaign, mm-hmm. it really is awesome because they use... There's this, and I just learned about this because I ain't got no cable. I got six channels, and I had to watch <laughs> the X Games one day. Um, but there's this female skateboarder who is also in the the bigger campaign. Who, when she first started off skateboarding, she does she didn't necessarily she doesn't identify um, as transgender, but she um, I think what is it non-binary? I guess so. Yeah, and so, but she never felt like she could be her true self because she felt like that she had to present as more feminine. But that's just never who she felt comfortable as. So, anyway, she started skating at a young age, and I think at, a, at like, 20, she finally meddled after being an amazing skater, but she just never was given her credit. And so that's somebody that's in the um, campaign. We've got um, Colin Kaepernick, of course. Serena is in it. Um, do you, did you see the full campaign? Uh, yeah, there's, I don't know, I'm not a football person, but there's a football player who plays professionally and he only has one arm. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but, uh, he's in it and I can't, I can't remember the full details of his story, but whenever, 
I think whenever he entered the draft, he went, like, um, without an agent or something like that. But anyways, so they used all these people to show that, you know, you have to basically overcome your fears or, um, what it, help, help me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so basically it's like, even if you're, I forgot the direct okay. words, but stand for something, even if it means losing everything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically the ad campaign was very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Very strategic move of Nike. Because we all know Nike has a hidden agenda, of course. Oh, Every big company. Okay. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. everything. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. And I totally go for that. Because Colin Kaepernick's platform, what he's doing this for is for a good cause. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of y'all <laughs> MFers Saying he's protesting the freaking the flag and the military. It's like it. it it's it's like shit. it stops. It's like it hits a brick wall. Like it literally hits a brick wall with y'all. It's not about the motherfucking flag. It's got to be something wrong with y'all, cause y'all literally like for you to miss the bigger picture, like consistently for years. And this has been so. This has been two years that this has been going on, and y'all are still saying that this is disrespectful to the military when there are tons of um, vets and active military who say this is not disrespectful. In fact, it was a military man who suggested that he kneel instead of right. stand, instead of sit during the national anthem. So it's like, what what facts are y'all going off of? Because, I mean, there's the black and there's the, the, the white. So there's no gray area. It literally is what it's for. And if you... Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It is because it's like and y'all. He's literally arguing. He's literally telling like he's. I don't know how much clearer it can get. He's protesting police brutality. The reason why he's protesting during the national anthem is to bring attention to the fucking brutality. Right. Like that is the reason why right. he is protesting during the national anthem. He's not disrespecting the vets. He's not disrespecting the military. He's not trying to disrespect the country. In fact, he's showing respect because he wants the country to be better than it is, which is what everyone should be striving for. And I'm just like, I can never say, I personally could never say that I love my country or we have the best country or the best anything when we when we clearly don't. I'm a stats and logic type of person anyway. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and say America is the best when we lack severely in multiple areas. Of course, we do have some freedoms. We have a lot of freedoms as far as individualism and as far as the freedom of self and self-expression. But when it goes beyond that, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. So for all of y'all who cannot get it through your thick schools schools whatever skull i pronounce stuff different i'm nigerian Uh, (laughs) but anyway like for all of the people who can't get that like i'm just convinced y'all are stupid like y'all are stupid and i'm using the word stupid because you should be offended yeah i want to offend you because after two years you still can't get it 
Like y'all are blatantly saying you support race. I would rather you come out and say you support racism and racist police who like to be black people and people of color's asses. Right. I would rather you come out and be straight up and say that instead of try to hide behind some guys like right the fuck you did so yeah so they talk about you can protest being you can protest mikey um choosing color kaepernick as um their i guess the the face of their campaign but you can't you can't protest um the mistreatment of immigrants you can't protest the flint water crisis you can't protest black uh police brutality and it's like it's so ironic that you choose you can you choose when um you want to say something is right or wrong right and the shit it's just showing me people's true colors it is and you and you know us being in oklahoma um the school they the school district tried to say that this was not affiliated with them, but the Jinx football team, their Twitter tweeted, they're so glad that uh, that there's that they get their uniforms through Under Armour or something like this. And so the school responded talking about, we aren't affiliated with this Twitter. It's run by fans and blah, blah, blah. That's some bullshit. Because, right. the, because I was like, it could have been one of those things where it was like a little jokey um fake twitter but i went through the tweets or the timeline and it was shit that was like stats of games and like parent meetings and all this shit so unless it was the president of they booster club it had to have been a coach like don't say that it wasn't somebody from the district because y'all are just showing us how you feel right and there were parents who were saying and you know black mothers who were like um I can't believe that this is how, you know, this school district feels. And I have a black son playing for your team. And, um, you know, I have to wonder where your values are. And it's like... Exactly. If if you guys don't know, Jinx has always been a powerhouse in football as far as 6A football goes. And I'll tell you why. Y'all already (laughs) freaking know. Yeah. Ain't gotta say nothing. Yeah. And you are... Yeah, you already know who's leading the team. I mean, it's, and it literally, when I say it has always been like that, it was like that when I was in high school, that literally was the biggest contender. Um, and so, I mean, in the back of that, that just, that's still, that's shit. People are deeply and inherently racist and yes. prejudiced. And people don't want to believe they are, but look, baby, that propaganda has been ingrained into your grandfather, your grandfather's father. You, right. you really think you're not subjected to it? You are. And it's so deeply ingrained that you think you don't have it. Like, you think you're not racist. Yeah, or you think you convince yourself that... Yes, you literally not. have convinced yourself. And that's so crazy because as a person who operates the best that I can, morally and ethically, I don't understand how someone cannot feel that they are doing wrong or that they are not... Like, I don't understand how you can openly advocate for the mistreatment of people of color, of immigrants, of poor people, of people mm-hmm. who can't afford health care, of women. Like, I don't understand how you can operate like that and honestly say that nothing is wrong. Yeah. Like, that, that is, is where literally insane. Like, yeah. so many people are experiencing cognitive dissonance. Like, y'all are living in a fantasy world. This is, I mean, it truly has been like it's an episode. Sick. Now, I, would, I don't even want to say an episode of Black Mirror. This has been an entire season this of Black is. Mirror. And you know, I saw a tweet once that said, what if the world really did end in 2012? 
and we're living in the twilight zone and i that is a fully plausible theory yeah like it really is because shit has not been right since then (laughs) if you think about it it has not been right since Mm -hmm. then but that's another topic (laughs) Um, but yeah like y'all i just i can't like i have no time for the bullshit i have no time for the i have no time for the bullshit yeah i'm a cut and dry person i'm a very logical rational person yeah and And i think yeah gotta stop and i think that nike's choice to do this campaign came from a place of logic and understanding and knowing that this that his platform is beyond pro you know just protesting it actually had a bigger meaning and for all the other athletes and everybody else that was represented in the campaign they knew that this was going to be a way to Mm. broaden the discussion because obviously the conversation is there but maybe it's not happening in the spaces that are going to allow there to be any progression. Right. Um, and so, honestly, I mean, I applaud them. And I, and they also had another ad uh, in Mexico, and it was really cute. Um, and it was, like, all females, and they just are running through the streets of Mexico. But they, you know, each one sees somebody in some Nikes, and then they just all end up... It just is like a girl power um, ad, but I don't know. So, props to, to Nike because, you know... Um, mm-hmm. Sales actually boosted what, like twenty three percent? Yeah, or like thirty one percent or something. Something with a three. And I will say one last thing about Nike. Um, this is what I was kind of saying earlier. It's like Nike knows where the buying power is. Mm -hmm. They're not losing anything. Literally, they know that this is boosting them to get more sales because their main source of money, their main source of revenue is cultured people like honestly are people who are in fashion and Mm -hmm. who use nike to i don't know to dress or to like nike already has a platform that ain't going nowhere at all like it ain't going nowhere and they know what they're doing they're going to be on the right side of history in the next 30 50 60 70 years right like they will and this is a monumental thing like you you can already this is a clear divide in america People yeah. people are choosing sides. Like you either are with us or against us. Like mm-hmm. that gray middle area shit that doesn't exist doesn't. in twenty eighteen. And I mean Nike does have the agenda. Like I mean it's all about profit, y'all. Right. They know that they make the bag. money. And like, then you know, uh, and the gag is, um, Nike. The NFL is being sponsored by Nike. So <laughs> y'all, y'all. <laughs> Which, which with the head tail <laughs> just looking stupid like, and they need, so they need to go ahead and pick their uh, mouth up off the floor right? because um, they still going to be having them little check marks across their check- chest um, so <laughs> right. into you and it, I'm sorry I'm going to get off this soapbox <laughs> you know that the majority of military personnel their their um, shoes are Nike yes one of I my friends DM'd me I had I had made like an Instagram post on my story and he was like, My combat boots are Nike. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, see, you can't escape it. Right. So don't even try. Yeah. Like Oh, uh, so anyways, uh But that was our next A list. Yeah. Um, and so from that, um Kenny Stills, a former OU Sooner boomer. <laughs> um, him and Albert <laughs> Wilson, his teammate, they decided to kneel 
um, mm-hmm. over this past weekend. So, they were the first ones in the NFL, I think, to actually kneel. On, yeah, since the ban or whatever is supposed to be. Um, and so props to them because that really, you know, they potentially were putting their career in the same position as Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick did. And, you know, it really says a lot about them because mm-hmm. how, I mean, if one way, I mean, I guess if one way isn't bringing light to what's going on, there's always going to be somebody else who's got to do it on a bigger platform. And now that it's so highlighted, I feel like them kneeling this past weekend is kind of reigniting the flame of like, why yeah. we're doing this, reigniting the conversation. Yeah. Um, and that goes into say, um, why are we still having this conversation? And that's because <laughs> y'all and efforts don't listen. Well, and that's because people like uh, Amber Geiger seem to disregard black lives. Yes. And Literally. so for that reason, Homegirl has made it to the D-list. Yes. So I'm sure everyone's heard about the police officer, the Dallas police officer, who supposedly, air quotes right now, allegedly, went to the wrong apartment in her complex and thought someone was in her house and she shot and killed the man. Yeah. This man's name was Botham Jean. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if that's pronounced correctly, but... Yeah. he of course was in his own house like and the keys that they have are electric mm-hmm. so when you put the key in it's either gonna go green or red if it's going red then your shit don't work you at the wrong door right that ain't hard to <sighs> and so it's i don't a, get it i don't get as it as the story is unfold it just i mean she's lying like she has changed her story yes yeah, so multiple her, times right and her original story was that the key wasn't working and he opened the door and that's when she shot him and the neighbor also the next door neighbor also uh, said that she heard she that she heard the door not open and and she wasn't like this is just from what i saw but she couldn't give too much information because she also has been interviewed by different news stations and i guess the cops have also interviewed her but it's like i don't care i one thing i've never did is go to the wrong house no Ever. matter, no matter if I lived in an apartment, if I lived in a neighborhood, or when I lived in the dorms, I have never gone to the wrong door. No even matter, my friends, even my friends. Once I go once or twice, yes, I'm familiar with what door yes. you live in. And this, and I'm talking about this is under severe impairment, inebriation, whatever. I still have never made that mistake. So for her to say that she came off of a shift and she was tired and that's how she went to the wrong floor. Right. That's not, that don't make sense to me. It doesn't. And it's a neighbor directly um, above her. There was significant differences in their front door. Like he had a red doormat. She Mm -hmm. didn't. So it's like, this shit don't add up and you want, and they're sitting here. I mean, the Texas Rangers, they didn't even want to to take the case because they knew this shit was not right. And so now that she's lawyered up, this bitch already made bond. Like, she didn't even, I, she probably wasn't even in there enough to, or long enough to go to gym pop. Like, she probably literally right. went in and came out. And now her story has changed. And it's like, changing. how the fuck? So now you get there and the door was cracked and then you see somebody in your bedroom and then you shot. Like, like that don't make no, no. 
freaking that don't make sense to me sense like you're you're lying you're yeah. trying to cover your ass and honestly this is just how i think of it it's like you reap what you fucking sow like yeah. you did the crime i'm sorry you gotta yeah. pay some type of price like bro you took a man's life bro and they don't you even... took a man's life you cannot get that life back like his entire future it's gone Every dream his parents had for him, every dream he had for himself, it's gone. Yeah. And the saddest part is it went from a murder charge to manslaughter. Which is sick. It's sick. Because it's just, it's crazy. It's enraging, y'all. It is honestly enraging. And it's just like. And it's, I mean, and it's starting, it's shit, it's starting to feel like me to the, the, uh, it's starting to feel like to me that the most dangerous person right now is the white woman. It been. Well. Yeah, the white woman. Yeah. But like y'all I mean, false claims. Calling the cops constantly. Like ruining people's football careers because you You get mad because they don't get mad, yeah. What why are you ruining the country and voting for freaking (laughs) orange boy? (laughs) But like Harabe. I don't I don't I don't I don't understand. And of course, those of you women who just so happen to be white, y'all know who y'all are. We fucks with y'all, mm-hmm. you know. Y'all know that the world's fucked up and you're actively trying to change it. Right. But the rest of y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, Amber, go to hell. And I hope that the truth really comes out and that they don't let this get swept under the rug. Because yeah. just the, as far as the, uh, the climate of, um, police and the state of america yeah the state of america but just the it's hot the existence of the of the black person in dallas in the dallas area the tensions have been high so yes this would not be a good look for this to just get passed over like this really there really needs to be something that comes out of this yeah so i'm hoping that that does happen she i hope she like i don't i don't feel bad i don't feel bad Mm-mm. and i don't feel bad for her like you need to pay for what you did. Yeah. You're a freaking police officer. You're supposed to be trained more right. than the average civilian to de-escalate situations or to deal with situations that civilians aren't trained to deal with. Right. And if like, this is how it's you no excuse shit, to me. It's no excuse to me. That's like asking me. I'm an engineer. That's like asking me in my first year of college to design a fucking house. Would you trust me with that? No. I got to go through four years and then some. Just to be certified. Yeah. Like, I'm skilled in this shit. I want to ask somebody else to fucking design some shit. Right. And you're an officer and you want you wanted to say you were spooked? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm tired of y'all. Shit, I'm tired of y'all. Case, every time I get spooked, I'm shooting. On uh, me. Look. Every time. Every time. Yeah, and so, you know... It's just sad. I'm just sad. I'm, yeah, I'm tired of seeing black lives lost. Like, I'm tired of seeing death. It's a lot. This week has been a lot. And I'm about to go ghost on social media. Because it's just too much. I need some time to process some stuff. Yeah. Like, I for wish, real. Uh, I need to find the willpower to be able to disconnect and get off social media. But I'm addicted. I'm yeah. Like, and I got all my all these, like, business... I I have one little side business, but then of course the audacity page, but like, and it's hard, but getting off my personal page is 
it does wonders for me. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Because I'm not checking who watches my story either. Right. Uh, <laughs> blue. <laughs> anyway. Shoot. Uh, well, you know, if y'all, I know some of y'all been wondering who is behind that Teasdom page. Well, that's my new page. If you need, just shameless plug. Um, if you're ever looking for some, um, some, some redirection from mindfulness or just some meditation, uh, find that there because that's what I'm trying to promote with my page, Teasdom. That's T-E-A <laughs> dot S-D-O-M. Like wisdom, but T quotes. Spell with T. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, uh, that was our, I guess that was the closing of our D-list. It's yes. just like, yeah. Americans, look. You just gotta do better. I'm sorry. The bottom line, the standard, the bar's on the floor. Fuck. Yeah. We gotta raise that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I've been dropping so many F bombs. I'm actually trying to curse less, so I'm trying to get it all I out. Can't you know? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to like curse less and just get my life because it has not been got. Yeah, y'all know I like to cuss, so it don't matter. Um, but I do want to end on a positive note. Um, with Miss Mia Franklin, shout out to her. I watched Miss America last night, and for those of you all who don't know, Miss America changed the rules this year, and they took out the um swimsuit portion and changed it to like a red carpet wear, whatever. Um. <laughs> That didn't really matter. I mean, the dresses, they were really beautiful. And, of course, like Issa said, I'm rooting for everybody black. Mm-hmm. So, Miss um, Car- Miss uh, Colorado, New York, um, I forgot what other states. But, anyways, so, some, who Jesus, some of them sang, and Lord, he was not with them last night. Mm. They... Whoever they coaches was knew that that was not the right selection for them. But Miss Nia Franklin, honey... She came on that stage and sang some opera, and she lit that stage on fire, um, and she ended up winning. And she's 25 years old. She's actually from South Carolina, and but she's representing New York, so she won. Um, and it was just really great. Like, as soon as I saw the diversity on the stage, and that's one thing I will mention, is this is probably the one of the most diverse lineups that I've seen from Miss America in a long time. Um, and so that was really awesome to see, but yeah, she ended up winning and when she wins like a $50,000 scholarship in addition to the scholarships that she's won for winning Miss New York. Um, and so, and she's beautiful and you know, we out here, we standing for our black Queens. They out here literally yeah. everything. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to her. I literally, I followed her immediately, um, on social media because I want to keep up. But, you know, also because I just want to see what she does with her platform and hopefully, um, you know, creates a a good legacy with Miss America. Just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But shout out, girl. Yeah. Shout out to uh, all the black people. Somebody else wants something <laughs> black. Oh, um, okay. We gonna, well, I swear we're going to wrap it up. But uh, what's his name? Uh, John Legend. Oh, yes, John. How could I forget? The first EGOT, the youngest EGOT recipient and the first African-American male to be a recipient. So if you don't know what EGOT is, it's like all four of the prestigious uh, awards that you can win. Mm -hmm. It's an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And he's 39 and he's won all. I just want to say black excellence. Look, y'all. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. Probably. Probably (laughs) not. 
black people we really just be out here doing the damn thing still we rise yeah yes that's really how i feel like y'all i i really love my people i love being black i don't know how people can hate being black like i love being black yes yes the resilience of the black person is amazing um so yeah that was yeah i'm glad that that hit my brain so shout out to john legend so um i guess we're gonna wrap it up yeah now hopefully Uh, y'all still there (laughs) yeah hopefully you're still there we're about a minute or a minute an hour and ten in but just a few uh, more things yeah we did i thought we've been here all night girl (laughs) but um so we did get some good suggestions when we asked y'all about the topics you wanted to talk about um some people want to talk about mindfulness love We've kind of talked about, we've talked about love-related topics, but, like, I guess love in general and our ideas of love. Um, but, so, yeah. what, she, what she's getting <laughs> towards is we're going to incorporate those suggestions. Yeah. And... Yeah, just keep supporting us, y'all, you know. Um, <laughs> New York will be back next week. And, yeah. Oh, follow my online store, Kryptonite Clothing. Kryptonite is spelled with a C. Clothing is spelled with a C. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so hope everybody has a blessed week. Stay blessed. Yeah, stay blessed. Stay prayed up, y'all. Drink. Stay prayed up. Keep your energy tight and close. Yes, drink your water. Yes, Use your blinkers please. when you're driving. I will be praying for all of my listeners. Yes. Um, and you know, just keep your spirit clean. I am on the journey back to that. Yes, y'all keep for her sure. in your prayers. So yes, please keep me in your prayers. Help us stay strong-willed. Um, but anyways, um... Yeah. It's Marana and I'll catch y'all on the flip. Alright. All right. Adios. Cut ya. He was a coldest I ever know. He did me dirty so I let him go. Now everything is alright. After I said goodbye.